0: Life is so much easier when you're not worried about money. What if you could learn how to live the life you desire with the money you earn? Or let us help you have more money to enjoy an even bigger life. Learn the same money skills and methodology that we use. Now, on Women Gaining Wealth Podcast, here's your money mentor and host, Nancy Gaines.
1: and welcome to the Women Gaining Wealth Podcast, where we provide actionable ideas for entrepreneurs to grow their business, and we help people take control of their finances. The focus of today's podcast is all about media. I'm so excited to have a very special guest with us, Debbie Dashinger. Let me tell you a little bit about Debbie, and because she's so amazing, I'm going to take a little bit more time than usual because I don't want to leave anything out. Debbie is a media personality, and she also teaches media. She runs a bestseller launch program and she takes self published authors to number one international best selling book status, which is just amazing. She has a cutting edge talk show about success called Dare to Dream. She is a keynote speaker at a lot of national events, a radio and TV personality, a two time international best selling author, and a sought after media coach. Most importantly, she's a successful motivational speaker an award-winning actress and singer, and a professional voiceover artist. Debbie, thank you so much for sharing part of your day with us. Is there anything you want to add to that introduction? Well,
0: I would have to typify myself as in media, on media. I teach media, and I have media programs. So if it's media-related, it's my gig. And um, I'm just thrilled to be here with you, Nancy, and thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being here. We're super excited. I'm so glad you gave it
1: additional media stuff because my first question is I heard that you've been called Media Maria, which I love as <laughs> a fun nickname. What attracted you to the media?
0: You know, I have always been in the spotlight. So I have to say that that's kind of in my soul's DNA for this lifetime. When I, The moment I came out, and I was a little peanut up until, you know, way into adulthood, I was an actress and a singer, so I always found my way somehow in the spotlight, then I transmissioned that into doing voiceover work for cartoons, which I loved, when I was doing voiceovers, I was going out all the time on auditions through my agent, and I was trying to get more work, so then I got on radio, and radio, I honestly, in the beginning, was just a means for me to get my voiceover career further. Ending up here is a big surprise, but I have to say really the bottom line is it is inside of me to put myself out somehow in the spotlight. And what happened was the reason why I added this other component of training and programs for those who want to be in the spotlight, want to be on radio, want to be radio hosts, want to create a best-selling book, and so forth, I realized I had a niche market. I was in these amazing mastermind groups with people who I thought were stupendous and influential and had a great message, and they had no idea how to bridge that gap and I was sitting back on mastermind calls, frankly listening to them struggle and suffer, and they were working so hard just to get one interview or just to promote their book and I realized they were going through years of this when, in fact, I could short-circuit everything for them and just teach them the information so they could get exactly what they preferred to be very quickly and excel and accelerate in their business. So the media piece got added on about the training and the programs for that. And then the in-media, besides now, I've got this eight-year radio show, award-winning, syndicated. I also wrote books. And my books, Becoming bestsellers opened doors for me that were amazing. I started speaking all over the world, and I started being asked to do a lot of media things in magazines and be interviewed, and I realized, oh, I've got another life on the other side of the microphone. So I actually am comfortable and proficient now at all pieces of this. And that's how it's the in, the on, the train, and the programs of media. Media, Maria. Ah, my, my dog concurs.
1: <laughs> I love when the dog confers. That's awesome. That is an incredible story. I've, it's so amazing that you found your gift early and you're able to help others with that. A lot of people are still struggling. So I know some people love the spotlight and love media, and some are just scared of being in the spotlight. What are some common myths about media that make people so scared? It sounds like you're
0: totally comfortable. Yeah, there actually are many myths, and they do create a lot of concern for people. And some of the myths, I'm going to try to go in another room because somebody is having a a field day up there. So some of the myths that I have going on and that I see with clients and so forth, you know, the first one is that it's easy. And I think everybody who's doing business, no matter what your background is, there's one thing we all know. If it is not your area of expertise or innate knowledge, it isn't easy. So it's only easy once you're taught how, shown how, and you understand and start playing in that field the other thing is that there aren't tenants that go along with it and Nancy as you know and people in your audience who have expertise anytime you've got an expertise there are just certain things that fly really well and certain things that don't Uh, I will tell you one thing frankly in media that's really important is manners And it sounds so basic, but really, you know, when someone gives you an opportunity, it's really important to take the time to develop the relationship, nurture the relationship. You never know what doors they may open for you, what kind of sales they'll create, and to always, always follow up with a thank you, some kind of a, you know, an email or a handwritten something is very important. And if they've produced results for you, then buy them something. This just happened to me the other day. I helped somebody. Uh, she was in one of my classes, and she has an awesome personality. And I thought, you know, she's, she'll be a natural. I was able to get her booked on a radio station. And yesterday I got a knock at the door. I opened the door, and there was a gentleman standing there with a basket full of fruit and chocolates and a giant balloon saying thank you and a beautiful oh, wow. card from her. So she really learned in my class, but she had gratitude and appreciation. And, and, you know, so I believe in her anyway, but that stuff always sticks in your mind. Manners are so important. And then the other piece of the myth is really the how-to. It's not easy until you know how. So always take the time to learn how anytime you're going into something new, especially with media.
1: Thank you. That is great advice and good tips as well. I like the manners thing. People seem to forget about manners, don't they? They do. And it's amazing because, just because,
0: you know, we live in a place and a society where you can't see each other anymore, right? Everything's online, Internet. Even our interview is being done on a telephone. But that doesn't mean that I ought not be gracious with you, grateful to you, um, respectful of you, you know, all of that is so important. And in a world that's going very quickly, when we have kindness and appreciation, when we develop a relationship, it's magic. People remember you and that relationship takes you far.
1: Definitely. So when you teach your classes... How much do people need to know before they get there? For example, I know a lot of people struggle with their message. Do you help them make their message clearer, or do they already have to have a good message and you just make it, um, you help them with their appearance in the, in the media? Does that make sense? Mm.
0: Oh, that's a good question, Nancy. Yes, absolutely. I help them with their message. Sometimes people do come and they're very clear. But I also have clients who come and could be clear, but they're messaging themselves so incorrectly, that it's not reading. How you know it's not reading is because you're doing a bunch of interviews and you're finding that it's like um, you know an EKG out there that's flatlined. Nobody's calling you. You're not making sales. Nobody's interested. So you want to find a way to take what's unique about what you're doing and just find the three key things. And one of the ways to make that easy is, like, what do you say to people all the time? What is the truth you know about your Your area that works well. If you could teach somebody, and trust me, we all have information that nobody else has about our subject, and that's what makes us an expert. It also has a tendency to come easily to us, like, oh, of course you could figure that out. And people are looking at you like, no, actually I can't. (laughs) And that's how you know you have something solid. So find those little gems that you can impart And just keep it simple. And that's what I talk about with messaging. So some people come without an idea, and that's fine, because the truth is it comes out anyway while they're talking. And I can start to hone in on that. Make sense?
1: Totally makes sense. And do you help them with their appearance? Like do you ever have a tip like don't wear big stripes on TV because the camera adds 10 pounds? Or is it just
0: messaging? (laughs) There are ways to represent yourself much better than others. TV, magazine shoot, video, you know, videos are bigger and bigger. They're even doing YouTube shows now as well as radio because oftentimes people come to the station live. And yes, you know, it's not, some of those are old myths because for some people stripes are phenomenal, and for different reasons. It's really more about color and simple. So the best way to go, especially when you're a guest, you're not the host, right? You're not the stylist person. You're just a guest, and everybody wants to focus mostly on your face, your message, and your energy, not so much in your clothes. Your clothes just support you. I would always say keep it simple. Some of the great colors to use are things like pink or hot pink, um, I'm a, my color base is autumn, so in general pink's not a great color for me, but I can absolutely get away with hot pink. And uh, pink is um, in the chakras, you know, the heart base color, so that's really a, a powerful color to lead with. And then just keep the bottom simple. We are navy, we are black. Or you can always go for a powerful blue color shirt. Those are very effective. Again, I'm in an interesting range of colors, so I would wear something like a teal that reads really well on me, a turquoise that's pretty yummy. I would pick the colors that work really well with my skin tones. And then the jewelry, super simple, like really uh, just So that uh, the interview remains somewhat timeless or if you're going on radio and they give you big cans to put over your ears, you don't want to have dangly earrings that are going to, trust me, they will hurt like heck after a while with the cans pressing in. So keep all of that minimal. And then uh, something that funny story that I'll share with you, I was interviewed on a television show and... I went through the entire experience. I don't know why nobody said anything to me. However, when I got to see the playback, you know, when it was actually on television, I couldn't believe. So, Nancy, I'm I'm athletic. You know, I work out. I even wear a pedometer to see how many steps I take a day. I actually had my pedometer on during the interview on my hip. Oh, my God. So how hysterical. You know, I forgive myself, but that will never happen again. I don't know if people thought it was like a pager from the 1980s or what, but it looked looked like not great. So you would not want to have that on. It also didn't detract because I'm very good at messaging, so there was still tons going on that kept people engaged but there there are little things to look for keep it simple look at the pinks look at the blues black and blue on the bottom and keep jewelry or anything like that to a minimum and your hair too you know have it done unless you know how to do it really well, have it done. And, and if you're a woman and have long hair like me, know how to keep it off your face. Because if you do go on camera, you know, you have to cheat. Cheating means you take your, your body is not facing a camera. You're actually turned about three-quarters of the way in, looking at the host, but also enough of your face is cheated out so the camera can pick it up. So you have to make sure your face, your uh, hair is off your face because we want to see you. We want to connect with you. So those are just some tips for what to do and what to wear. Wow,
1: that was power-packed. I probably wrote down five things just for myself that I could take away. So that is amazing. Thank you for sharing those. Let me ask you a fun question, two fun questions. You've done quite a few really successful things. Do you do you want to brag about one of them that
0: you're especially proud of? We would love to hear about it. Hmm. I uh, so I the first thing that comes up. I've won a couple of awards this year, and they have been enormous surprises. Voices of Women, International. They do incredible work for women everywhere, and you know, women in a lot of countries need help, and I won the Success Achievement Award this year for television and media and radio and for really putting out positive messages for women. That was awesome. And the other thing that I just won one week ago – Again, a tremendous surprise. I was in Vancouver for a big workshop retreat with some really influential people. And unbeknownst to me, they were doing an award ceremony and everybody had voted. And they <laughs> voted me for the Heart and Spirit Award. And I just, I felt so deeply touched because for all of us, I think we work enough that at some point when these things occur, it's really meaningful. It's like somebody gets it. Somebody's noticing. I'm making a difference. And I love that people resonate with the media message and creating their dreams come true and all of that. It's important to me. So those are my two brags, those two Congratulations. awards.
1: Congratulations! That, that is incredible, mm. and I'm sure you, you totally deserve that. That is, it's, it's cool, like you say, when we get so caught up in in our day-to-day stuff, when somebody actually recognizes and appreciates it, it just means so much more. So good for you.
0: (laughs) Thank you.
1: (laughs) Well, we've done a lot of, um, you've shared a lot of great information today. If people want to work more deeply with you, how can they do that? Like your website, any events coming up? Beautiful. Yes, yes.
0: So, um, you know, I do have places I'm going to be speaking. I would say pay attention to the website. Some organizations have reached out to me, and we're going to be confirming. All that will be on my website. And the best places to go are mybestsellerbook.com, and you'll see everything there for books and radio. And the other one is com. It's D-E-B-O-R-A-H. D as in David, A-C-H-I-N-G-E-R.com. And I'd also love to drive people to my YouTube channel, which is my, my name, Debbie Dashinger. Uh, I'm trying to remember. I think it's still Deb on the Radio because YouTube doesn't allow you to change it. So go to Deb on the Radio. And the reason I've got something like whatever, whatever amount of subscribers I have, but I have a mission right now in the next couple of months to really build up my subscriber base i'm under a thousand but i want to go into the tens of thousands so if you'd like to receive an inspiring short video now and then please sign up i'd love to have you i do all the heavy lifting they just come to you every so often And uh, I have a goal, and I'll talk about it more when I get there in about, um, yeah, four months, but I have a lofty goal about building that up and then what's next. So my bestseller book, DebraDashinger.com and YouTube.com slash Deb on the Radio.
1: Perfect. And listeners, please support her. I know we've got quite a few people on this call, so we can make a big dent in her goal to get closer to 10,000. So YouTube, Deb on the Radio, right?
0: Yes. Awesome. Exactly.
1: I really appreciate you spending time with us. Is there anything you wanted to mention that, we didn't, that I didn't ask you?
0: You know, I'll tell you something interesting, Nancy. I actually heard you. Uh, so here's a little tip for anyone who gets booked on radio. You want to listen to somebody's show ahead of time because you'll get to know the host, their vibe, how long, how short, are there breaks. So I listened to Nancy's show. You're a subscriber, good on you, because she gives some amazing business information. and You were talking about, in one of your podcasts, Nancy, that you're amazed sometimes at how many people don't recognize the brilliance that you be out in the world, that you have this gift with business and with helping people, but you'll go to these various groups and they look at you like, oh, you're just another person in the group. Or there, you have certain friends who totally get how amazing you are and the great work you're doing, and others who still see you as something else. So I thought, wow, what a great point that was. What a very important point that was. And I'll segue into this. That when somebody has something that you don't have but deeply desire – And will take your business from wherever it is to really where you want to be. And wherever you want to be, I can promise you it means freedom. It means success. It means joy because you're doing your thing out there in a big way. So if it's a coach, if it's a program, whatever it is, do it. Now, here's the caveat. We all know there's people out there who are not a good fit for us or most of them are not playing the game we want. But when someone has a service that you really want, do it. I cannot tell you how many times I have clients come to me. I just spoke to somebody yesterday, and she has spent years out there and was just about broken and discouraged because she cannot get her book done. And I was like, my God, you came to the right place. First of all, sorry you went through that, and you're not alone. And second of all, we're going to rock this for you. Yes. So she's buying my full program, and we are going to create the bestseller for her and do all the strategy calls so she can create what she prefers by being a best-selling author, whatever that is. And there's so many more pieces that go with it. So, you know, bless her heart, she found me. But don't wait because you'll spend years and years that you cannot get back. And what happens is the insanity is you keep creating the same thing over and over. And in business, we start feeling bad, we start feeling poor because we're not making money, we start feeling unsuccessful, and we start deciding it's because there's something bad and wrong about us. And it's not. You just don't have the information. And same thing with radio. I had a gentleman come to me who's an amazing author. And he came to me. He found me through Google. And his agent, real, he, he has an agent who wants to hire him, who wants to represent him. But the agent, he put him in a tough spot. And he said, I'm going to set you up in a radio show. But if you're not good, I'm not going to take you on. And so this guy was seriously nervous. It's not his personality type to be big and animated and comfortable. So he hired me, and we're going to do sessions. And so the beauty is he knew to go for help right away. Here's another piece of the lesson about being the brilliance that you be. He kept denigrating himself throughout our consultation call. And I said to him, you know, this is very interesting, but before our first coaching session, I'm only going to ask one thing of you, and I'm going to tell you. I can tell you are so smart you're off the charts. I'll bet you went to MIT or something. turns out it was um, something akin to that. And I said, I can also tell that you've achieved a lot. I'd like, so I have a capacity to understand people's potentials and capabilities. And so I was downloading a lot of information. He was like, yes, 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 yes. And I said, I don't ever want to hear you put yourself down again. You will destroy a radio interview. And this gentleman said, wow, that's interesting. I already had an agent turn me down because the agent said I was boring. And he (laughs) said, I had somebody else who said to me in the business, oh, you're so humble. I said, my dear, they both lied to you. You're not humble and you're not boring. Uh, They were just using other words rather than the truth. The truth is you put yourself down. You say your accomplishment, and the next sentence is something else. So that's the other piece. We have to own our brilliance. This guy, I can't wait to get my paws on him because I'm going to coach him to be who he is. He doesn't have to be anybody else. But he can be that brilliant, smart, capable, amazing guy who, for whatever reason, close to midlife, had a huge change and started writing novellas and getting very successful. That's his path. There's nothing to apologize for. It's a beautiful thing. Think about how many people he'll give hope to. So my message is really based on Nancy's podcast that I heard, which is about recognize people's brilliance when they have something you want. If you want what Nancy has in business, my goodness, hire her as a speaker, as a coach. If you want to do a a book launch program, you want to become a bestseller, hire me. If you know somebody else who's got something you really require, so you can rocket ship out there and fly fast and free, hire them and get there quickly. That's what I want to say. Wow, what an
1: amazing way to wrap up a podcast. Leaving everybody super inspired that is awesome (laughs) Debbie thank you so much for taking time to be here it's been super fun I learned a lot I'm sure the listeners have listeners if you love this podcast please give us a 5 star rating on iTunes and definitely subscribe if you want to receive these inspirational videos every Wednesday and of course support Debbie on her YouTube quest and go see uh, go subscribe to Debbie on the radio thanks again Debbie bye bye bye
0: Thanks for listening to Women Gaining Wealth Podcast with Nancy Gaines. Find new episodes on iTunes and the website womengainingwealth.com. Share your success stories with us and inspire other women. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn by visiting womengainingwealth.com. Until next time, learn, grow, prosper on Women Gaining Wealth Podcast.